All right, Miss Quay, we live. You ready to do this? I'm ready to do this. Let's, let's get to it, bro. Let's do it. It's time for another episode of the Daily K Podcast on KTTV.com with your host, Kendrick Thomas. Bridging the gap between the school and community. Here's KT. What to do, KTTV? This is KT, and I'm coming at you live with another episode of the Daily K Podcast. And on today's episode, I have the founder of Elevate Life Coach, Miss Michelle Quay. How you doing today, Miss Quay? I'm doing great. How are you, KT? Look, I am glad to have you in the building. I know you are out in sunny California. Uh, you know, so thank you for giving me a little sunlight I see in the background right there. Of course. Hey. <laughs> so um, as we jump into things, you know, it's been crazy out here, uh, California too. So I like to start off with the wellness check. So how are you and how have you been doing throughout this pandemic? I think on a scale of one to 10, I would mm -hmm. rate myself a nine. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Nice. A nine because, you know, nine is kind of like up there, but not quite. I think what would make it superb is having a conversation like this, meeting yeah. another human being, right? Having another intellectual conversation, making that connection is going to take it up a notch, bring it up to a 10. Because um, we are so very tired and interconnected with one, uh, one another, you know, sometimes just that conversation or the power of that smile uh, is able to turn your day. So I understand what you're saying, coach. <laughs> so you get me now as we jump into things, uh, you know, thinking about the work you're doing over at Elevate Life. Give us a little bit of background on you uh, and what prompted you to even start the Elevate Life coach. Oh my gosh! Do how much how much time we have because <laughs> we're gonna take up the whole airspace, right? Well, so just so real quick, my background came from a medical field. I am a clinical pharmacist. I've been a pharmacist for the last 20, 20 so years. Um, I grew up, I was born in Taiwan. I grew up in Taiwan. I didn't come to America till when I was 15 years old. And so just the fact that I'm sitting here and conversing with you in English, that's like one of my milestones that I have accomplished in my life. And as I go into and progressing into medical field, mm -hmm. I never thought that I would actually become a coach yeah. until, you know, when I was in my 40s, I realized there's something that just doesn't feel quite right. And something mm -hmm. was always missing. Um, that feeling of nothing is complete. And I always felt that I'm broken somewhere, mm -hmm. somehow. I started to uh, look for more of a self-discovery to really finding my purpose of learning who I am and what my purpose, what's the, what's the whole idea, a whole reason for me to be here in this lifetime and how can I contribute to the, to the entire, um, not just to myself, but also to the um, entire community and humanity yeah. over at large. And so I went on a self-discovery journey and that led me to, you know, accomplishing more milestone, which we're going to talk about it later. Um, but that during that process, it, I got really inspired in the fact that I can be here and I can be an inspiration for someone else. Mm -hmm. And that yeah. was my beginning of a coaching journey. Mm. And so, um, yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to, um, you know, just hearing about that journey because we're here. Um, and we know we should be doing something, but a lot of people 
you know, always exists, but never really live, right? And so just hearing that you say, you know, what am I supposed to be doing? How can I find my purpose? And then actually from reading your story, going to chase it, you know, I, I think it's awesome, Coach. That's good. So now so much of uh, coaching successfully has to do with people um, seeing someone that they connect with. So like, as you say, as, as you talk to that woman and, um, you know, she sees what you went through or, or hears your story. Like, why did you say you just wanted to work specifically with women? I think one of the uh, reasons why I love working with women is my, 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 I'm a woman and I know yeah. what it feels like to be in a society where we're striving for gender equality, but yet, you know, that gender equality is not present. Right now, there are still women who's in the workforce and they are being underpaid and they don't even realize that being underpaid because a lot of time we don't ask. We believe that all these traditions that has passed down from generation to generation, those are the things that were given to us. And so we take it as it is and we never go step out of our comfort zone. Like men have no problem going knocking on the boss's door and say, hey. you know what? I work so hard. I deserve a raise. You don't see a woman going to knock on the boss's door and say, you know what? I work so hard and I have to raise my kids by myself. Yeah. I deserve a raise. And so I want to be that voice for the women. And I want to encourage all the women, you do have a voice at the table. When you have every opportunity to come to a table, demand for a seat. Mm, and I'm truly, I'm very passionate about the gender equality. Yeah. I'm very passionate about having a seat at the table, not just having a seat, but actually have a voice yeah. at the table. And that's what I, that's really driving me, driving me wanting to work with women. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about what inspired me to become a coach. One of the funny story that I think I also uh, talked about it on my website is the fact that it wasn't like a, a big aha moment where I mm -hmm. wake up one day, you know, that, that light just came and shining through. It was one day I was sitting in my car and I realized I was gaining a lot of weight. And it was during that time I was just allowing myself to eating whatever I please. You know, I don't exercise. Um, I have limited mobility. So a lot of time I just use that as an excuse, not getting up and move around. And so I was gaining uh, 10 pounds over the course of five years, I think. Mm -hmm. And then so it was to the point where. I noticed I was driving, I got out of my car one day and I looked down, There's a, there was a stain on my yeah. white t-shirt and I was like, hmm, where did that came from, I wonder? Yeah. And then, so I stepped back into my car and I looked down, oh, my tummy, my stomach, my uh, muffin top was hey. bumping right against the steering wheel. So I had to, I had to laugh at myself. I'm like, how did you on earth allow yourself to come mm -hmm. to this point and come to this bar? How have you neglected yourself? Yeah. And I think, you know, as a woman, a lot of time we don't put ourselves first, you know, or we learn not to um, kind of promote ourselves or, or let ourselves shine through in the, in the public or even within the family or yeah. to really take care of ourselves. And, and that's the reason why I'm like so passionate about working with women. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and as you do that, uh, like I say, a part of that story is, you know, thinking about what happens at 11, what happened at 11. And so then um, out of tragedy, always, hopefully, uh, comes triumph, right? And so eventually we turn that and we use that to drive us. I know it doesn't happen all the time, but but so many stories I hear are where 
you could have stopped giving up and turned it around yet, you go and climb Machu Picchu. Uh, and so how was that experience for you? Um, and when you're working with women and, and you're talking about resiliency, um, how do you kind of use that story to to be the coach user in your business? Yeah, I think I think the mountain, the idea of mountain is very symbolic, right? So so I I have this mountain, the actual Machu Picchu mountain to climb as someone who's struggling with physical disability. I walk with crutches, I'm four feet four inches tall. And yet, you know, I wanted to prove to myself that I can do this and I'm capable of doing this by conquering an actual mountain. Mm -hmm. But if we were to look at that symbolically. Every single one of us, we have a mountain to climb almost like every single day. There's a lot of challenges. There's a lot of obstacles that stand in, in, in front of us between us to the, to the place that we want to be. And so if we were to think about the mountain as symbolically as the business we're trying to start up, then it takes a lot of momentum and dedication and determination to actually wanting to start climbing it. And, you know, let's face it, everybody start a business from zero, not six figure, not seven figure. We all start the business from a zero. That means zero dollars, zero audience, zero everything. And every day you are determined, you're dedicating all the movement, all the pieces and everything that you do to get that business going. And that to me, it, it speaks resiliency. It means that, you know, someday you may wake up and there's things that just doesn't work out. For example, this week I have a cold. So of course I'm not going to perform a hundred percent as my usual self. I'm probably only performing like 50%, 70%. But don't let that be a setback for you. But think about where you're going ultimately as your goal, as your milestone you want to be on the other side of the mountain. So let's get to that places. So I think, you know, speaking um, metaphorically, symbolically, mountain is really the challenges that we face every single day. So for me, it could be a physical challenge. For someone else, it could be a mental challenge. It could be an environmental challenge. Maybe they got to uh, uh, move to a different location because they need to relocate. So, you know, I think mountain is very symbolic. Yeah. Yeah. Now, hold on. Wait a minute. We got to do this. Shout out to the LinkedIn family. So Jenny says, hi, KT and Michelle um, and Denise. Um, so hello. Excited to learn. And um, please. Oh, OK. Yes. Look, if you go to the website at the bottom or the YouTube. Oh, oh, look, we will get you in and then I will make sure to put, of course, Michelle's information in there so everybody can get locked in. So. Um, thinking about that mountain, you know, I cannot let you just slide through. Um, man, how was it? Like, how many times, how long did it take? Like, talk to me about that. Well, so the hike is 26 miles and oh we camped out every single day for a four day trip. Uh, so every day, I typically a normal uh, itinerary, you would be spending outdoor and hiking for eight to 10 hours. And those 10 to uh, 8 to 10 hours, you will go uphill, downhill, and there's a lot of ladders to cl climb. And one thing very unique about Machu Picchu is that it, it's just magnificent. Like if you go out there, it's just breathtaking. And, and I, it just makes you feel like 
how small humanity can be in a world such as Machu Picchu. You see these gigantic stones. Those stones are so big that they're probably the same length of my leg. So in order for me to climb up to the stair, a lot of time I would have to drop my crutches, get down to my knees and hand and climb up to the next one and then repeat the same process until I reach to the top of the, of the uh, destination. So I did that for the four days camp out. Um, every day I would hike about 10 hours. Um, it took me a little longer because I walk slow and a lot of time, you know, I don't, I can't catch up with it with the rest of the group. There are people coming from all over the world to, to be gathered there. So I was the only single person. Um, I decided to travel myself. So mm. I flew myself out there to, to Machu Picchu and we hiked. <laughs> so four day total, but it was amazing. I, I really highly recommend anyone, if you have it on your bucket list, highly recommend you get to check it off this lifetime. You will not regret it. Man, that's it. Now, one of the quotes from your website uh, is coaching women to have a business that supports them from the inside out. How do you convey this statement to your clients? And what does a business look like that supports you from the inside out? So I, I truly believe that when you have a business, who you are, how you do things is how you do everything. So I encourage all my women coaches and my uh, entrepreneur to bring the personality into your business. Like you see me, I have a cat actually. I'm very uh, jolly and I have a sense of humor and I, I consider myself someone who's very loving and caring. So when you go to my website, when you talk to me, you know, even sometimes when I invite people to just have a coffee chat with me, I want to make sure that I am loving you every single possible way without you spending a dime on me. And that's my personality. So when I teach women, coaches and entrepreneur is that you have to bring your personality into your business. And sometimes it comes off as someone who's strong, someone who's determined, someone who likes that magical, you know, Disney and you like to have fun. That's what your client, that's what your customer wants to see it. And those coming from inside, not from externally, you don't need to um, make yourself all dressed up and pretty. That it doesn't, people don't connect to, to something that's superficial. Um, I think we all appreciate, I think the smart, um, the customers nowadays are very smart and we all learn how to tell, you know, something that's not authentic versus something that is authentic. We're, we have that wisdom of telling what's true and what's not true nowadays. So the more that you bring into your business by who you are, it just come off so much more effective, so much stronger, so much better. Anthony said, be authentic. Be authentic. That's it, man. That's right. Hey, hey, there we go right there. And most definitely, though, um, I, that's why I love talking about that background, because especially in coaching or, or really any business, people want to believe that you got a background in it, know what you're talking about. And even if you're not the expert, making sure you're at least a few steps ahead of me. Um, and so I think I think without bringing that personality and that in, even though sometimes it could be rough, 
rough yeah. personality. <laughs> I think one of one of the unique thing about my background is that I came from a healthcare professional background. So as a you know, like when you when you think about your pharmacist, when you go to a pharmacy, people are not gonna tell you, oh, buy product A product, product A is so fantastic. They're gonna give you option. They're gonna show you two different options and they let you choose. So to me, you know, it's about being authentic. Thank you, Anthony. It's about authentically giving people the option to choose. This is what I can offer. This is how I can work with you. And I'm going to let you decide whether or not this is the things that you want to move forward with me. There's nothing for me to hide. There's a lot of different coaches and every one of us will do different things. And every single one of us have something that's very unique to offer. So you pick what speaks to your heart, that speaks to your soul, that is timely, that is effective, that is what you need to accomplish in this period of time. Maybe, you know, 10 years down the line, you feel like, oh, Michelle, I really resonated with something that you said 10 years ago. Great, that timing is right. So I think it's just presenting the facts. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know something, just tell people, I don't know something. And it's okay to say, I don't know. I, no one, no one expect anybody to know everything. I'm not miss know it all. There's a hey. lot of things I don't know. Yeah, man, and it's so dumb. You know that just coming down to that uh, and, and that relationship. I know the story, right? When you're thinking about the coach and thinking about the branding, uh, that story is so vital to the success of building those clients. Uh, we all have that story, but how do you talk to your clients about branding? all those stories uh, to connect and create those, is it pseudo-social relationships? So I think when it comes to story, I really love the idea of um, bringing the value out of your story. So one of the things that I teach my uh, women coaches is I want to hear their story, but behind that story, there are values that we're teaching the audience. So for example, the story that I tell is how I conquer Machu Picchu. But that story, when I tell it to someone, they may hear something very different. The idea, the value that I want to bring onto the table to the audience is three things, authenticity, bravery, and connection. And those are my top three values that I hold very dear in my life. So where do I go to make that connection? Can I bring more community together? How can I bring people together? Am I a human connector? Do I know someone who knows someone? How can I marry the two of them so that they, they have mutual collaboration into something more, they can co-create something more beautiful? I talk about bravery. It's one of my top values because bravery bridges the two between authenticity to connection. And authenticity is important and it shows up everywhere. So when we look at the story that you're telling, whether to yourself or to your audience, there's a, there, there are multiple values behind the story. So what story are you telling and what values are you bringing onto the table into your brand? That would be an important um, piece that we need to look at. And so that's how I that's how I use the storytelling to help them to identify the value that they bring behind their coaching company. And those values will actually make their coaching business stand out a lot more stronger than compared to all these coaches. We all talk about mindset. We all talk about transformation. But yeah. what makes you unique is yeah. the value that you have learned through your life stories. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was on with uh, Vince uh, Warnock 
a few, um, yeah, a few, few shows ago, maybe two or three ago, but it was all about crafting that value statement, right? And the importance of being able to to convey that to people to say, because we are, we're all doing the same thing, right? Well, and man may be cheaper. I may have been doing this for 30 years, but that's not where the value comes um, as a person who wants my business. Uh, jumping back in, I, I think this was uh, in regards to what we talked about earlier when uh, Anthony said, yes, uh, we definitely can tell what's true and not true uh, about that, that conversation from earlier. Man, so as we read the blogs, and I want to dive deeper into the, the content marketing, mm-hmm. um, you talk about five reasons that content marketing is essential for coaches. So you know that we cannot let you get away without you breaking those down and telling us which one do you feel is most important. Yeah, I, I love I love this topic because this is like I can I can wake up in the morning and nonstop talking about it. Yeah. So so just really quickly, the five top reason why you should use the content marketing is the five reason is number one, it builds your brand awareness. It let your customer know that you exist. Right. So that's the number one reason why we use content marketing. Number two reason is that it's a much more cost effective way and genuine way of generating a lead or generating a client or prospects. So that's reason number two. Reason number three is it builds the relationship between you and your audience. That's why we need content marketing. And the fourth reason is it sets you apart from your competitor, from other coaches who's doing the same thing, talking about the same thing. And then the number five reason is to increase your conversion rate. Mm-hmm. And, and when you are doing the content marketing correct, it's very different than the traditional way of marketing ourselves. I think the, the traditional way of marketing ourselves is, you know, I need to post something, I need to post something on social media, and here's a book call with me. Make sure you call me, you make sure you download my freebie, uh, make sure you do everything here. And, and you're wondering, how come no one actually clicked the book a call with me? And so that book a call button is not effective because you're not walking through someone on their buyer's journey. And this is another post that I had, I had talked about on my blog is that buyer's journey. Everyone comes in at a different stage of time. So you want to make sure that you're meeting your client, your prospect at exactly where they are on their journey. So by creating that building the brand awareness, number one, you let a stranger who just stumble upon your website to know that you exist. That's the number one thing, creating the brand awareness. So why do you need visibility? Why do you need to be on social media so often? Why do you need to do more live? It's creating that brand awareness that you exist. That's number one. And it also helps to, once people get to know you, they want to know what is it that you're offering them? What can you do for me? And this is one of the uh, favorite radio stations that people, everybody tune into. It's called WIIFM. I don't know if you heard of it, KT, but mm-hmm. WIIFM, what's that station? What's in it for me, radio station? Hey. <laughs> everybody tune into that radio station. What's in it for me? So people are looking for information to consume. Um, they look up on, on Google. They look up on social media. They're consuming these helpful tips and information. So by you creating helpful content and valuable content that can help them overcoming their tiny struggles, you're actually positioning yourself as the expert in your area, 
as the authority in your in your field. And so it's a much more effective way than calling a colleague, right? In the past, we call everybody on our friends list and calling or buying a list and then call going down the list and calling, hey, you know, I'm a coach. Would you like to be coach? No, it's, uh, it's number one, <laughs> yucky, right? Yeah. It's like, just what? so awkward. Yeah. Like, what do we do when we get those phone calls? Ah, no, thank you. <laughs> yes. So there's a lot of things that we talk about in content mm-hmm. marketing. Is it's a much more effective way of generating your lead instead of paying someone mm-hmm. thousands of dollars. Yeah. Look at how you're creating your content. Mm-hmm. Is it helpful? Where can people search you? So mm-hmm. a lot of that has to do with you know, is it searchable on your social media? Is it searchable on the uh, uh, Google like search engines? And then you're building a relationship by actually creating content like, like what we're doing now. You, your audience get a chance to really get to know you, who you, who you are. They're seeing your personality right here on the screen, right? Um, so you give people an opportunity to actually want to connect with you. Maybe later on, you know, they're going to send you a DM and say, KT, I really love your smile right, yeah. right now. So that's, you're giving people an opportunity to build that relationship. Yeah. And then it also sets you apart from your competitor. So there's a lot of people doing the same thing. But if you focus on providing the value from your expertise, and that is value-based, it's going to set you apart from other people who's doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. So no more comparison, because every single one of us are very new. Now, do you use um, funnels and all that to market your business? I'm sorry, do I use what? Funnels. Like click funnels. Click funnels. Yes. So so funnel is very important. And mm-hmm. it's a concept that I highly recommend everyone to think about if you don't have a funnel. Again, the funnel is about walking someone through their journey, right? Mm-hmm. So your customer comes in, they don't know you yet. So that's the uh the top of the funnel. What I like to see the funnel is we're building from a pyramid up. So your base is the people who don't know you. They're just, you know, first time meeting you. They don't, they don't, they don't know much about you. They're just trying to like navigate whether or not I should trust you. So those are my, my foundation. These are the people in my community that I don't really engage that much. And then the next level would be, uh, People who already like connected with me, maybe we chat on the DM, you know, we have a little conversation going on. So they got to know a little personal aspects of who I am without me selling them anything yet. The top of the pyramid are my ambassador. Um, I think Pat Flynn had actually a book. It's called Superfan. Highly recommend that book. If you're in the business, you know, highly recommend that book. Mm. He talks about the top of the pyramid is your superfan. And I'm a true believer of building a business that is based on your super fan. Mm-hmm. So the more engaging and the more closeness that you get to the top of the pyramid, you don't need to do much. You, your, your ambassador, your super fan will pretty much do all the work for you. Mm-hmm. They're the one who's going out there, reaching out the community, and they're the one who's spreading the word for you. They're the one who's drawing the traffic onto your website and spreading the good word for you because you have nurtured that super fan community. Yeah, yeah. Look, I, I, think, I think of the funnel <laughs> as an upside down pyramid rather yeah. than then uh, going uh, up. Oh, yeah. 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 That's cool. And the biggest thing I like about it is, um, you know, depending on what you're going through, it's like people real only are clicking because they're interested in what you got going. And so you you begin from right then to uh, nurture uh, from from the beginning. Now, 
as we also look at content marketing, I see a lot of planners, um, content planners online, right? And so they give you this calendar that's just blank. And then what are you supposed to do? If I, if I knew what to put in a blank calendar, I could use the one I got for free and just do it. So as you um, give away the free content planner, do you, do you talk to people about how to use it? And for the people listening, how do we use those content planners to make sure, uh, you know, that we're putting out the right content on the right days or in the right sequence? So I, I, I hear you and I have, I have tested and downloaded a lot yeah. of content planner and they're yeah. blank. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> are you kidding me? This is what I'm getting. I could just go to a Google, Google calendar and print out something. Like this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I totally hear you. So what's different about my content calendar is that I have a, a monthly spreadsheet of what the topic would be based on based on the brand awareness, the community building, uh, selling days. So there are days that you want to promote, you want to sell something, you want to sell your package or your service. Those are the days are spelled out and, and they rotate throughout the throughout the week. So every day you'll be able to post something based on that thing. And we talked about the identifying the value earlier. So what I have on my cal- uh, content calendar is also a place where you can put down your top three content pillar or your value that you are showing or you're telling your audience with. So you're going to put those three top pillars on the calendar itself. And every month you can reprint that, you can re-rotate it. And behind within that content calendar, there's also a spreadsheet. There's a worksheet that I walk you through the structure of how you can write a copy or your caption on a social media. So basically it broken down into four pieces. You want to start with uh, the what, what are we talking about today, right? What is the, what is the, uh, the idea or the concept that you want to share with me today? And that's number one. And why, why is this important? Why is it important for me to know that mindset will change everything? Tell me about it, right? Because people are looking for that information. What's in it for me? I'm going to tell you why, and here's why. So that's the second piece of how you write. And the third piece is how. How is this being done? How can I actually implement this and and bring it into my business? That's the third piece. The last piece is you're going to tell some type of either a personal, personal story or maybe it's a case study. Someone else has done it or maybe your client has done it. And you're going to tell that story into the last piece so that it's, I don't need to convince anybody because just look at what I have told you, right? Here's what happened. This is why you need to know. Here's how other people have done it. And here's a live example of how actually people have been successful on it. So when, when your audience start to consume your content, they're walking that, that grid of okay, so I understand this and this is problem that I have. If so, then here, KT is my, my go-to person. I need to contact this person, mm-hmm. right? So you're not convincing someone that your, your product worked or your service worked. You're just spelling out, again, the facts. So that's, that's what's unique about my, my spreadsheet, my content yeah. calendars. That's and nice. what's also unique about it is once you download it, and I'm not going to lie, this is where I, my funnel comes in, right? <laughs> so, so when you download it on, this, on the first day, I believe it's the first day, that you're going to get a video and I'm mm-hmm. going to walk you through how exactly to use it. 
And the third thing is that you can actually sign up to a workshop. So I do a workshop every month where we uh, sit together. So it's a group coaching style. So mm-hmm. you can come and, and join the workshop and I will walk you through, you know, like in a live setting, walk okay. you on how to, how to use that calendar. Nice, coach. Man, that, that, that is cool. awesome. You know, so much great information tonight. I just love having these conversations because um, uh, my six o'clock podcast, I, I did a double header tonight. And so it was about, uh, you know, education. And so um, looking at my principal side of life and, and all these pieces. But now, as I get ready to come over to the podcast side, it's so good to just bring so much information from both worlds out to the community, right? Um, so awesome work tonight. And so as we close it out, if I'm beginning this business and I want to take that first step in marketing, give us that last tidbit of, of info as we go out of here. I think number one is to set a goal. I, I think a lot of us, we don't think about, oh, I just want a business. That's not a goal. Your goal in your business should something should be something like, how much do I want to make a year from today? a month from today, a week from today? How many clients do I want a week from today, a month from today? You know, so it, it, you have to break, it, break down exactly what your business goal is so that we know how do we go there by smaller incremental steps. Yeah. And so having a business, you want to have a business, that's not a goal. Um, your goal needs to be something that's measurable, something that's tangible, something that, that we can accomplish, we can achieve. Those are your goals. So number one would be to, you know, just Google search. There's a lot of uh, uh, information that you can do a Google search. Google search business plan and just have a plan mm. and then come to see me. There it is. I was going to say, now, how do we find you? Give us the information. Tell me where to go, Ms. Quay. They can find me on elevatelifecoaching.org. That's it. Where you can get your content planner. Then you get to see Michelle. You get to (laughs) see me once a month. There we go. Thank you, Ms. Quay, for the the information. Uh, I look forward to sharing this with the audience. And um, we got to come back and probably do an entire episode on copy. So uh, I'll tell you soon. I'd love to. All right. All right, y'all. This is KT for KTTV signing out. 100. This is Darnell Broadcast Houston. This is Dr. Tamara Beckford. Hey, this is Candace. This is Linda Underwood. This is Kirsten Bass with Inner City Greens, and you're watching. Y'all are now tuned in to KTTV. 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 KTTV.